You know, I've had so many people that have been strikers turn out not wanting to strike, so. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Elise, I wanted to get started with uh, these uh, UFC watch parties that you've been doing lately. You know, how has it been watching fights live streaming? Is this is this your first type of live stream that you've been doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the watch parties are my first uh, kind of toe in the water of of live stream. Um, you know, as people may be aware, it takes me like seven takes to even get a, a minute of video right. So. Um, I've enjoyed them. It's definitely a great opportunity to to interact with fans and interact with people as as we're watching. But um, yeah, it's 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 something it's something else. Setting it up, sending a ring light, and and getting it all situated for that watch party. So um, I've been enjoying them. There'll be there'll be many more. Is that something that you you've decided yourself to like just be more involved in putting yourself out there, like in in on social media and stuff like that? Yes. I, I, in terms of uh, creating social media content and, and being a presence um, on any any platform, I don't do very well with it. Um, it's just I'm just not the person that's going to be the first person to take a video of me or post a photo of me. So I think the live stream allows me to interact with people, get have my fans and, and supporters get a real take of, of what it's like just to hang out with me. And so I think that's the best is where I don't have to think as much. Um, I get to just react. And then, you know, as things happen, I can uh, answer questions, but yeah, it's, it's a way for me to create contact content while also staying true to, to kind of who I am um, instead of uh, posting a bunch of photos. <laughs> well, live streaming is probably the easiest, you know, you just turn it on and Whatever happens, happens, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Setting it up was a little was a little unique, you know, the ring light and the, the solid camera and and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I definitely definitely enjoy it more than more than um, recording video and posting it posting it on on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Well, you know, last weekend you were watching UFC 288 and we saw Yan Zhaonan knock out. Jessica Andrade, which was shocking to a lot of people because we've never seen Jan knock out anybody in the UFC. That was the first one. And against one of the heaviest hitters of all time in the women's divisions. How surprised were you with that? I, 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 was, I was also surprised with Andrade's pressure. She had extreme pressure. And, and, you know, we talk about it in fighting training. When you have somebody moving forward so fast, it kind of doubles the other person's strength and power if they get the timing right. Um, so I obviously didn't expect it. I didn't expect Yana to, to take her out like that, but it was a pretty beautiful timed hook. Um, so when you have that type of timing, uh, you know, anything can happen. And and Draj was pushing forward. I think uh, Jan will have a little bit more respect in the cage in terms of striking moving forward. But, um, yeah, no, it was a huge surprise. Yeah, it was uh... – a. It almost seemed like they perfectly prepared for Andrade to come in there with those left hooks. And, you know, a lot of people pointed to that, that Andrade loves to kind of swing left hooks moving forward. And 
like you said, perfect timing. Yeah, now, a little strip to the side. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. People can't say women don't have power in the strawweight division. You know, no. what I mean? like they got power. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's why it's an exciting uh, division to watch, right? Because you get a little bit of everything, speed, power. And then obviously uh, sometimes you watch ladies do grappling in MMA and you're not even sure what position that is. Like they just make stuff up as they go. So uh, yeah, no, it was good. To, it was nice to see for sure. Now, uh, turning our attention to you, you know, June 3rd, you're back in action. You're going to be facing Jin Yu Fry, a former Invicta champ. She's very experienced. What are your thoughts on her and the style she brings? You know, I've had so many people that have been strikers turn out not wanting to strike. So um, I'm not really sure what Jin I'm going to get. You know, if I get a striker that's going to go toe-to-toe, um, obviously I'm ready for that, but knowing that she's coming out of Sam Hughes's camp and, and the unfortunate display that I had then, um, I also have very, it's a very high probability that they're going to try to use some of the things that worked before on me again. Um, so we're focusing on, on both options. Um, I'd love, I'd, I'd love to fight a Jan, somebody that wants to rush forward and throw throw haymakers and see, you know, what's what. But um, I think um, I've made it made a statement enough to where people don't want to do that anymore. So I have to be prepared for anything and everything. And I think with her and, again, coming out of, you know, a training camp where Sam Hughes trains the same spot, I think they believe that they have a solid blueprint. And um, unfortunately – I watched that fight too, and I have a solid blueprint of what they're going to try to do. So, uh, if they want to go, if she wants to strike, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. If she wants to start doing wrestling, it's great. It's going to be a good time. Um, I just have, I'm very aware that I have to be um, on my on my A game in terms of knowing what what they're going to come with me, and and be a little bit patient in terms of uh, deciphering what that game plan exactly is. So. So the mindset to make it basic for like fans, right? Is like you're 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 probably thinking they're gonna try to wrestle you, grapple you, or fight you in the clinch. But if they do strike with you, you're gonna be extremely happy with that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I fought somebody from Thailand and they didn't want to strike with me either. So it's just we're at a point where um, you know I have to kind of keep people quiet a little bit, thinking that they they know what they're gonna get and. Uh, and unfortunately, they get to they get to see a, a different side of me because uh, they don't want to play. They don't want to play. So we'll we'll go the other way. We'll we'll go clinch. We'll go ground. We'll go we'll go wrestling. I'm I'm happy for the grind. Um, but yeah, she wants to try to strike with me. I mean, I'll do that. I'll do that any day of the week. So so we shall see. We've seen Jan go through that as well. You know, Jan's a striker. You know, she loves to strike. And then in one of her fights, you know, she, she got out grappled. And then she came back and faced a grappler and, and grappled well in that fight. You know what I mean? And then that opened up her striking in the next fight. You know what I mean? Kind of Can you see kind of like similarities to that? Like how you have to evolve to kind of stay with the, the top of the division? Absolutely. I mean, you saw you saw this past weekend, Kron and uh, Jordan. And Jordan, man. 
gorgeous, gorgeous, right? It's just, it really is just being one, you have to have enough knowledge, right? To be able to add that to your game plan. But the way he was separating and creating distance and just pushing him off, I mean, that is golden. And I think, you know, we've had definitely a little evolution where I would just hit people and they go down and they're not going down anymore. And, you know, smart on them, but we're making those adjustments as well. And it also doesn't mean that I'm not going to be trying to strike. So it's, it's finding the good balance where um, I have to be able to go there if they want to bring me there, but also understanding my strength is, is my strength and, and supplementing it the right way so that, you know, it becomes a very dangerous game to play uh, standing up or going to the ground. Your last fight was in Perth, Australia. And from what I heard, if you're flying from the East Coast to Perth, Australia, that's like flying around the world. How, how, how long did it take for you to get there? It took a really long time to get there. It took, uh, on the way to Perth, it took 37 hours. Um, yeah, 37 hours and a 13-hour time difference. So we got there in the morning, but it was 13 hours ahead, so it was really at night. So we had to stay up all day or as long as we could. I think we went to bed at like five, six o'clock in the, in the evening. But I woke up at 430 in the morning for like the rest of rest of the camp up until the fight because it was just it made more sense um, because of the time difference. And then on the way back, we actually took direct flights. So two direct flights or two flights. Right. Nothing's direct from Perth to uh, to New Jersey, but two flights. The first one was five hours. So you're like, that's not so bad. Second one was 17 and a half, 17 and a half on one plane. Um, so that one kind of messed me up a little bit. That one was a rough one. And I tried to get my sleep right for that and it didn't work. And then we got in at like six o'clock in the morning. And of course, you know, my work never stopped. So I had martial arts testing that same day. So I stayed up all day, all day on like three hours of sleep. Um, so yeah, I mean, Perth was great, but the, the travel time was uh, insane. It was insane. Were you, were you able to acclimate and, and did that affect you in the fight, like when you got started? So so we we had a really good game plan coming coming from New Jersey to Australia. We, we came in three or four days earlier and then the UFC gave us an extra day. So we had like a solid week, I want to say 10 days even um before the fight so like i said we were waking up at 4 30 in the morning three o'clock in the morning going to bed early and it actually ended up being a really nice routine where we you know wake up go outside walk grab coffee um so the fight you know it was dark in the arena like it felt like evening but i was wide awake because i had been up for four or five hours already at that point anyways um it's kind of no different than fighting at one o'clock in the apex, right? You're, you're up for maybe four or five hours and then you're fighting. So um, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was gonna be a lot worse. So luckily I can wake up early as long as I go to bed reasonably early as well. Yeah. How did you take the loss? You know, it, I know everybody takes losses differently. How did you take that one? You know, it's weird because fighting is such a personal experience as much as it's has an audience of, however many people um, and each 
experience is different. Each win, each loss is different. So with this one, I kind of kicked myself a little bit because she, I wasn't mentally defeated. I definitely wasn't physically defeated. I, I, I mean, I mean, I'd watch round one over and over again. I kicked her ass round one uh, with likely a broken nose at that point. And round two, I was just so excited. I was so excited because I'm with a striker. I saw her best. Uh, I know I got flat because I called her slow and everybody was like, you got tapped and then you called her slow. Striking, she was slow. She was walking forward. She was really easy to time. And so um, it's just, you know, part of the evolution where when you realize that you got to give yourself a little bit more credit sometimes and be like, let me wait 30 seconds. Let me wait 60 seconds and see where they come with next because the game plan might change. And the game plan changed. She had beautiful timing. She caught me. And, um, and yeah, that was unfortunate, but I would, I would, I would take Loma again. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, I have Jen, Jen Frey, but it wasn't a fight where I feel like we played that back. It would be a completely different outcome. And I think Loma knew that as well. Um, So it was kind of where you just kick yourself, kick yourself a little bit because you're given an opportunity and, I just had 60 seconds of patience. I would have seen her coming forward. Um, but, you know, that's unfortunately that's how we learn. We learn from from those from those L's that that teach us the, the biggest lessons. So I was actually pretty excited knowing how on I was round one and moving forward. I'm just going to be a little bit more patient, give myself a little bit more credit when I put people on their heels a little bit so that I can see that their game plan changes. Cause um, yeah, 60 seconds. If I just not thrown that two for 60 seconds, probably would have been a little different. So. Yeah. That first, first round was, uh was, was good, man. That was a good first round. I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good fight. I expected it to go all three rounds. You know, I expected you yeah. guys to go back and forth, you know, but like you said, she, she took the opportunity. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and cap capitalized on it and you move forward, right. You move forward. Now you got gin and you take those lessons into this fight. Are, do you make any changes with, with the, with your surroundings for this camp or do you just keep it? Training partners that we're adding in, I'd say, you know, the, the team, the core team stays the same, but there's training partners that we're adding in that are giving us uh, different looks. And I think that's, that's the biggest change. Um, I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a little different to make make a change, a drastic change when you're going from a Muay Thai fighter to someone that's likely going to wrestle as much as they're a striker as well. Um, so so yeah, so we're adding in some some people that uh, are going to help mimic what likely she's going to do. But that's 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 the only change is just uh, training partners. So what are you expecting out of yourself in this upcoming fight? I'm expecting it to be ugly. I'm expecting it to be where uh, I like to try to maintain some professionalism a little bit, as much as I may talk to commentators and and do my showboating a little bit. I can't get rid of it. I don't know how it just happens. Um, But I, 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 I want to make it ugly. I want it to be where we stand up. It's ugly. 
we go to the ground. It's ugly. She wants to try to wrestle. It's ugly. Um, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting to be pretty much an a-hole the entire fight and just make her wish she wasn't there. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think this is yeah. a great matchup. You know, they, they match you up really well, you know, in every single fight. So this is going to be another good fight. Um, one last question. Yeah. We talked about Jan earlier, right? And it looks like they're going to try to put her against her country mate, you know, yeah. Zhang Wei Li. And, it, and that's a, that's an incredible fight as well. You know, like, I just wanted to get your thoughts, like early thoughts on that fight. You know what I mean? Because I know you watch them and you've seen them develop and both of them have evolved yeah. throughout the years. Absolutely. I think, I think Whaley is, is, a is not as relaxed. I think Whaley comes forward. I think Whaley is going to be a little bit more similar to Andrade moving forward a little bit. I think, uh, if, Jan does what she did with Andrade, where she's light. She can move forward and back and have that lateral movement. Um, I think she might. I think she might pick Whaley apart. I think Whaley strikes. She strikes forward. She likes to not bum rush, kind of like what Andrade was doing, but she definitely likes to move forward, have her feet planted. Um, she'll bounce a little bit, but whenever she strikes, most of it is going forward in one direction. Um, so I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be footwork. I think that's going to be the biggest decision. And very likely if Whaley can't beat her footwork, I think Whaley's going to try to take Jan down. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, if they want to go toe-to-toe like what Whaley did with Joanna, then like it, people are going to get another great showing. Because um, that, I think, probably is – is a close mimic of what you may see, may see with, with Yana and Waylee, um, depending on what she's coming with, but you know, everybody's always evolving. So you also don't know anything that's going to happen, which is the exciting part about fighting. Well, you know, the strawweight division is an exciting division. We Gorgeous. just, they just announced another main event, right? Uh, Angela Hill versus McKenna. Yes. Dern. yes. So it's, it's, it's hot. It's on fire, you know, and you got to fight June 3rd. It's going to be great. Um, thank you so much for the time and uh, make sure you. everybody to follow Elise on social media and, and go into the, the watch parties and, and give her a little comment or question or something like yeah. that. Thank you yeah. so much for the time. No, thank you very much and uh, have a great evening.